You are listening to the 2023 Road to Comrade series of the Stimulate Run podcast hosted by Owen. Wayne, Katrina and Murray share their lead up to the ultimate human race. Questions can be directed via our socials and we would love you to show your support by leaving a rating and review. Back. We have covered, we've got some continents covered here. Um, so a bit of excitement. We've got somebody in Africa, which is exciting. Uh, Katrina's in the office about to fly out tomorrow, and she'll tell us more about that and where and uh, what she's going to be up to. Murray is the consistent one back in his home base in Perth, and same with me. But we're looking forward to the April episode. So without any more delay, let's get into it. Katrina, you want to tell us about how your month has been and uh, I suppose what the the immediate plans Ivan for this week. Hi everyone. Yes, so I'm happy to report that I've had a much, much better month um, during April than I had in March. Um, really managed to up my training and just get three good consistent weeks in. Um, so I've been both increasing my longer runs and also getting good quality training in and a bit more hill work, which was something that I really wanted to focus on. Um, I've noticed actually from just doing the hill sprints, it's been really beneficial even in my longer runs where I'm running on rolling hills. I feel much stronger on the hills already. So um, really happy with how my build is going now. Finally, it seems to have kicked in that Comrades isn't too far away. I think it was seven weeks from yesterday. So um, definitely in the um, in the in the time of training now where it, where it really matters. So um, I had kind of been looking for a race. I wanted um, I wanted a race, ideally six weeks out from Comrades. Wasn't really sure where to go for that or what distance I was really hoping to do, but I wanted to get something um, uh, in the legs that would just kind of simulate that race feeling that, you know, I haven't actually raced since November. So um, I've decided to run the 50K in the Canyons Endurance Run in, in California next Saturday. So I'll be flying out there, I'm leaving here, um, I'm leaving Hong Kong tomorrow to start my journey over. And um, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. Looking, I'm, I'm feeling good and looking forward to seeing how um, that translates into a race situation. And then I can, you know, see how that goes, reassess and see what I need to focus on for the, for the next six weeks before Comrades. So very excited and um, starting to feel some of Wayne's enthusiasm that I may not have felt before. <laughs> What um, have you kind of identified what you want to came, come away with from this? So have you kind of said, okay, this is this is the objectives for this event? Yeah, so look, it's a it's a hilly course. Um, it, it is going to have quite a bit of um, uh, what, um, what you call it, um, elevation gain. Elevation. So, which is what I wanted. I wanted something that's going to be like, I don't want a pancake flat course. It's just all about speed. I want to test my um, strength and I want to test my endurance. Um, I don't want to like go all, if I can avoid it, I don't really want to go all, all out. I know I've said before, I find it really hard when you're racing to not just completely empty the tank. But if I can, I'd like to have a good consistent solid race without absolutely killing myself because um, like, yes, it is six weeks for before comrades but i don't want to be you know completely going to the well and like needing to spend too much time recovering because obviously i'll be keen to get back into training again as soon as i can after that and so yeah really just to test where i am and see how i feel when i'm running i mean times aren't really going to matter a huge amount because it's well firstly it's trail and secondly there's a lot of elevation gain but um, I will know how I feel and it will give me an indication as, as to what I need to focus on for the final six weeks. I think that's really the target. And your things like nutrition, do you are you like locked and loaded? So tomorrow, if you were racing comrades tomorrow, is your nutrition plan sorted or do you use events like this for that too and go, oh, maybe I'll try something new this event and see how it works? No, I pretty much stick with what I usually do for racing. Um, I'm not overly strict on it. I'm lucky in that I don't get GI problems by, you know, um, by rule of or by in general. Um, so I will continue to use like my Tailwind Nutrition drinks. And that's what I intend to use for comrades. In fact, it mightn't be as easy to use it next weekend because I'll be relying. I don't have anyone crewing for me, so I'll be relying on what they have at the aid stations. 
and um, but because I'm fortunate in that I can like I I can handle I'm not very picky with the you know the the supplements or the the, the the nutrition drinks that I take I should be fine for Saturday but yeah I'd, I'll be using I plan to use Tailwind Nutrition on um on race day and comrades cool and then for this last little block before comrades are you going to kind of try and alleviate the work element a little like do you have the luxury to do so um or is it just going to be take it as it currently is and running fits in as well yeah i don't have that luxury at the moment um so it will running will still fit around work as a priority and uh, we were just talking off air how i'm not uh, well i'm fortunate and unfortunate in that i'm not a professional runner um so i got i can't really prioritize it and particularly at the moment because work is busy and um we do have uh, you know there's a lot of I know I'm going to be busy between now and then. I have a couple of conferences coming up as well, so I'll also be traveling. But look, at the same time, I you know I think running is a type of sport that we're very fortunate. You can run anywhere. Um, all you need is your runners and and a little bit of time. So um, you know I'll I will continue to fit in what I can and make the most of it. But you know I did after after last months where I was like a little bit. I, I was finding I was getting a bit stressed about the lack of training and realizing I think it, it took until the podcast last month to realize that I did need to really start focusing on the weekends again and trying to load the weekends and that's what I've been doing so in, for me it actually really works because it takes the pressure off during the week when I'm not training during the week and I'm really busy I start getting stressed and start thinking oh god I'm missing sessions and this is awful but in fact when I know I get a good weekend in um that just keeps me I, um, you know I'm comfortable knowing that I'm doing what I need to do and then if I can get as much as I you know if I can get a bit in during the week that's also important but it's not as important I don't need as much time to do the long runs during the week when I can do those at the weekend so um so yeah I just continue that um from from now until until June um and honestly I do feel my fitness has started to come back like it's getting warm here in Hong Kong and the humidity is coming back but I still managed to get in you know a really decent tempo session on Saturday and you know that's kind of given me a bit of confidence so I think I I think my my form is certainly coming and and hopefully it's coming just in time to peak in six weeks so that'll be good well it's all that matters really right like you know, you, you can be as fit as you want for as long as you want, but it's only going to matter on June 11. Um, so, and exactly, I think yeah. the rest will be pretty sorted. So it'll be good to see the test. And I'm glad you kind of able to jump into something because I think we're all kind of doing a random search for you going, where can she race? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad you found something that'll uh, suit and also not too late either. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne Murray, any questions? Yeah, Tina, it's, it's so good to hear you um, up and running and, and into the thicker things. And yeah, I was just, you gave me a bit of advice or, or asked me the question uh, a few weeks ago in the last chat as to how I was going to approach um, doing the two oceans. oceans. And, I, and I thought of you doing it because I said, make sure you don't race, make sure you don't race. So my question to you is in approach to this coming week's 50, um, what's your approach? Are you also? I know you said, "Yep, you're going to use this as a simulation, but uh, and take it easy as such." But um, if you find yourself at the pointy end, do you think uh, you'll push ahead or stick to the plan? What's how are you going to approach it? So I think my plan is going to be that I go out at a relatively conservative pace. So I, uh, you know, I'll be running. I'll be running kind of, you know. Um, within myself for as long as I can. And if I'm at the pointy end with maybe 10K to go or something, I will push it for 10K because I think, you know, I'll recover from 10K easily enough or, you know, that kind of range of distance. Now that's kind of in an ideal world and I hope that's what happens. Unfortunately, I can sit here and say that I will definitely not race it because it's just not within me. I know if I see someone go off, I, I will, I just instinctively will want to race. Um, so, yeah let's see now at the same time in saying that if if the field is very is very pacey and um just way beyond where i want to be racing or this pace i want to be racing at i will try and let them go and then maybe just stick to my plan and see who i can reel in towards the end um but i do feel that i can 
I, I, you know, as I said, I would be able to recover fairly quickly from a uh, race if I ran like say even 35k at um, a reasonably comfortable pace and then, you know, pushed it for the last 10 to 15 at the end because, you know, I suppose even though you're pushing it hard for that amount of time it's it's not as you know I won't batter the legs as much as I would if I was going hard from the start for the entire 50 so um yeah hopefully hopefully that will work <laughs> but glad to hear you didn't push it too hard for your in your um your in, in, like long run for two oceans when <laughs> you're very consistent in your pacing as well I thought <laughs> no thanks that's it. Stay focused, Katrina. Stay focused for the goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. As um, we spoke about it a bit of this podcast earlier, as per Wayne's suggestion, have you done any hill bounding? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll be honest. I was like so happy that I was actually started back on doing hill sprints that I was like I'm just going to do the hill sprints because they're hard enough as they are just being hill sprints Fair enough. Um, I did it did on me I should probably be bounding but no to be honest with you I just was like trying to run strong up the hills um, and yeah look I mean maybe for me at this stage I think I might have to leave the bounding to the next prep because uh, <laughs> time isn't so much of a luxury anymore did you, did you try them Marie? Uh, no, I mean, I did watch a video um, about hill bounding, and um, I, I think I drew a similar conclusion to you that it's hard enough just running up the hills, and uh, I'm going to leave bounding for another time. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We'll try it together. <laughs> nice. All right, Murray. Uh, so, um, I've booked my tickets to South Africa. That's an exciting thing which has happened, so that's, that's all locked in which of course makes it feel quite real. Um, and I think also has persuaded my family that I really am coming back and running the comrades. I think up until then, they thought it was just something I was saying and it might not actually happen, but it clearly is now. Um, I was joking off air earlier on that uh, my life seems a bit less glamorous than Wayne's and uh, Katrina's. I haven't been jetting around to South Africa and, and other places I've been in Perth with a few short trips, but not outside Western Australia. Um, but one advantage of that actually is that I have managed to be quite consistent with my running and where I've been running. Um, so I think I've managed to uh, be quite consistent with what I've, do I've been doing. Uh, about 100 to 110 kilometers a week. Uh, week during the week, uh, sort of midweek hilly long runs, some, some hill repeats. On the weekend, longer runs, a 50 kilometer run recently, as well as some 40 kilometer runs. Uh, and uh, coming up to uh, the longest run will be uh, not this weekend, but the following one, which would be a 65 kilometer run. And I suppose that would be a bit similar for me to what Katrina's planning. It'll be an opportunity just to see how I'm feeling uh, and to see how almost the dress rehearsal, I suppose, for, for Comrades itself. Uh, and in those longer runs, I've been experimenting a bit with pace, experimenting a bit with nutrition too, seeing what works for me. And um, also, I suppose, similarly to Katrina, I've, I think I've found that I'm not that fussy. Um, I've quite enjoyed eating some solid foods and not just relying on the gels and those kinds of things. Um, but I haven't had any sort of major problems. So generally, I think it's going well. Um, managing to be consistent. The long runs, I've, I've been more comfortable than I suppose I thought I'd be when I started this process and getting a sense of what, what works for me uh, as far as nutrition is concerned. Cool, cool. I saw you live and you're in ripping shape. Like there's being in good shape, but there's also being in like specificity to comrades good shape and you're in specificity to comrades good shape. Like you did that 40K long run, like 800 meters elevation. I think, and I think the important part for that is the max elevation. So you might climb 800 meters, but your max elevation might be, you know, 50 to 100 meters. But I think that run would have been something like, what, seven, 800 meters as well, right? Um, so that's the important thing I think people kind of miss is if you are looking at your elevation gain for a run, also have a look at your max elevation because that's like your highest climb. Because that's something that you got to take into consideration for Comrades Day. That first half, especially the first 40Ks, 
you go to the highest point. And that's that can bang you up in the first 40 caves as you're doing your highest climb and you race to it. And then after that, you know, you're coming downhill into halfway before kind of going up and downhill again. So yeah, just make sure you kind of look into both numbers. So look into your max elevation as along with your elevation gain for the long run. Um, but yeah, anyway, back onto you. Uh, the question I have is, do you think that you are being too conservative with your goal? And the reason why I look at where you're at and how specifically fit you are for the race and go, okay, well, my goal for comrades was 820. And I did a 10-week block after a marathon block. You've done like a January, a traditional comrades block, and you're in way better nick. So I know it's about experience. It's a long question. I know it's about experience and going there for fun. But are you selling yourself short in terms of how fast you could actually go here? Uh, thanks, Erwin. I should have said earlier also thanks to Erwin for crewing for one of the long runs that we did in this place called Death Valley in Perth, which there's not a lot of amenities on the route. So you really need someone to support you. And Erwin very generously gave up his time on a Saturday morning to do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, Erwin, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I think despite these long runs, you know, like the 50 kilometer run and now the 65 kilometer run, it's still a real unknown pushing into that longer ultra distance for the first time. And I'm finding in my own mind, it takes a lot of pressure off me, not unlike, you know, Katrina and Wayne who are sort of at more of an elite level. It takes a lot of pressure off me if I don't worry too much about the time I'm going to do comrades in. So I will put together a plan, but in a way, I feel more relaxed about the whole process if I don't worry too much about the time I, I, I do the event in and think maybe in subsequent years, if I do it again, I can worry about it more. Uh, and the other thing I'd say is actually, I've really been enjoying the training and I'm trying to see that as as important as the event itself, if not more so, because of course you spend much more time training than actually running comrades. So I'm trying to focus just on enjoying the training process, enjoying the time out in the hills running and, uh, you know, probably go out fairly conservatively on the day itself and uh, look to have a, a good experience um, and whatever follows from that will be. Yeah. I think that's the most diplomatic answer I've ever had on this podcast. So I'm going to, I'll come back for another dip. Yeah. Like I think also the flip side of that is, a lot of people have this hold back, hold back, hold back mentality. But tell me anybody who gets a 60Ks of anything and goes, oh, yeah, I can absolutely give it a crack from here now. Like, you know, it's you got to have that in the back of your mind too to think you got to go after it. So even if your goal is nine hours, you you have to go after that. And it's there is a bit of a risk element involved. Um, but, yeah, I think so Katrina, Wayne, and all the listeners to give you some context, you did that 40k run at about a five minute k average and you could have looked like you could have gone another 20k at the end of it at the same pace um and you weren't going hard like you look in cruise control so yeah i think you know that's why i sit there and go possibly selling yourself very short here and but it's a yeah that's definitely a double-edged coin you now don't want to go out and try and run a silver and blow to pieces and yeah. have a terrible experience. So I totally get where you're coming from, but just from experience where I've had the cautious approach, it's too late once you really want to get going um, because you're deep into a race that long um, and your legs just aren't going to turn over from 70Ks to chew back half an hour. Um, mm. So it might be worth something to think about. Definitely don't have this conversation a week before, comrades. Um, <laughs> But just with about seven weeks to go now, it might be something where you go, geez, everything suggests that I could run a hell of a lot quicker and still safely do so. Yeah, well, the, the difficulty is when you're doing an event like this for the first time, it's such an unknown. You, you don't know what's safe or not. So prudent approach probably makes sense. I'm definitely not gunning for a silver. Um, but I have been thinking around nine hours, and if I can come in under that, that would be great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll ask you the question uh, Murray, again next just... month. <laughs> in listening to your approach, Murray, it seems like you're you spot on. And I've had a look at a few of your runs, 
Um, and I and honestly was was very impressed um, with 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 obviously like Owen said, it seemed like you, you you were in good control the whole way. Obviously running with other people, and I know where you guys are running in Death Valley is a good test. Um, but a question for you is is especially in in the next going into the next sort of peak, uh, as we say, how are you feeling in that mental space uh, in terms of your approach to comrades and, and where you need to be? Are you exactly where you need to be? And, and um, are you are you sort of brim, brimming with confidence now or do you feel you still need to um, gain a bit to, to get where you need to be to achieve what, what, what you'd like to achieve? Uh, that's a really that's a really good question because um, the, you know as you know the mental side of all of this is so important. Uh, you know even to running a marathon, there's always a sort of mental mental demons that creep in um, beforehand. Uh, and I think at the moment actually I'm more focused on just sorting out some of the practicalities of of being in South Africa, like how I'm going to be traveling around and where I'll be staying and those sorts of things. Maybe less focused on the event itself. Uh, Part of what worries me a little is having spent so much time training for one event, whether that becomes a bit overwhelming as it approaches. Like, you know, I've spent so much time working up to this. Now I'm here. You know, it's, it's sort of this massive thing. So almost trying to de-emphasize the event itself and think I'm not going to worry too much about time. Uh, going to focus on having enjoyed the process of getting here, all of those sorts of things. So I don't find it creates too much stress when I'm finally in the few days before comrades and it's all happening. Okay, no, that's like it's it's a healthy space you're in, and it sounds like you're right where you need to be. So well done, mate. You, you're looking good. Just keep going. Yeah, look, I think I, um, think, I, think, um, I, think, I was going to say South African listeners will understand if you're all involved in running in South Africa. You know, the comrades are such a big thing, especially approaching it for the first time. It's hard not to feel a bit daunted by it. So you know, just trying to keep it in perspective, I suppose, which is difficult with such a long event. Listening to you, Murray, I actually think you're you're dead right. I think, you know, you don't want it to become this huge event that, you know, is the, the, the be all and end all. And I think focusing on the enjoying the process and enjoying the journey is such an important part of it. And it does alleviate some of that stress on race day because you're there because it's the culmination of, you know, many months of of enjoyment rather than, you know, stress and worrying over what time you're ultimate, ultimately going to hit and yes I fully agree with you when that it's very hard to get the legs turning over or even to change pace dramatically at like 60k 70k into a race but if you overshoot it you will hemorrhage <laughs> massive amounts of time so the legs will definitely slow down and personally speaking I would much prefer to be in the space that I'm coming through rather than going backwards because there's no worse like even the last time I did it I was going backwards at that stage and it was horrible like it really was your your mind and body are just disconnected and there's nothing you can do you're willing yourself on but your body just won't react so I mean I can I can definitely see your strategy is I think it's very sound and I think you know I agree with you it's the first time you've gone you know like there is a big difference between running a marathon and running an ultra run and like we've spoken about it in previous pods that there there is no correlation between the two so I think you need to be relative like maybe I don't know I I maybe we just think similarly but I would definitely agree with your approach that you be you go in knowing you can run what you can run. And then if you do have anything left towards the end, you pick it up as much as you can. But but like you definitely don't go backwards, which, you know, a lot of people at that stage of the race will be going backwards. So if you're coming, you'll be coming through if you don't slow down. And even psychologically, that's hugely motivating. And, you know, you'll 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 probably enjoy it more as an overall experience. So, you know, don't don't listen to the guys too much. That, that sounds very wise, Katrina. And you know, Erwin has told me stories about other people he's found lying next to the road and comrades having gone out a bit too quick. So <laughs> I don't want to be I've that. Always kind of, I've always kind of thought that, and I've said this to somebody in the week, they should sign people up to like a three three year deal for comrades. And I know they do the back to back and whatever it is, but it's almost like when you come back for your third attempt at each way, you can finally then go, okay, first one, you just went out. And most of the time it's about survival. The second one, you go, oh, okay, I've learned a few things from the first one. Let's maybe make up, geez, five minutes. But then your third one, you kind of go, okay, we've had two goes at this. 
let's kind of go have a crack here. Um, <laughs> so it's almost like they should sign you up and go, hey, like this is, you know, it's better learning, you know, a good little marketing approach. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so, and look, Murray, you have got one of the biggest luxuries ever. Like I went for my first one and it was about finishing. It's like, Hello. Hey, Owen. Yeah. You there, Owen? Uh, yeah. I actually, you cut out at the point where you're telling me about the biggest luxury I have, which I'm oh, actually very keen to hear about. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, the, like going in with a great prep and like even a marathon time that you have, um, like most people about survival. But and the question randomly to this for you guys: Do you think then a shorter specific block for comrades might be more beneficial? Because my changing over the years has changed. And I think having, you know, a 12 or so week specific block is highly beneficial opposed to the traditional January to June. Like, you know, that, that's what I did last year. It was a 10 week specific block off a marathon. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Mm, I, I think um, having a specific block is, is um, definitely... Um, more beneficial, uh, especially for comrades. Um, that's exactly where I'm at in this point. Um, in the block I'm in now, um, it's sort of a eight to ten week block, and I can feel it's um, in in terms of the prep that I had for the block, that I'm actually handling the load now. Um, so I think yeah, to your your your, your question there, um, you know, staying conditioned or, or doing a, a, a five month block from January. Yeah, we'll get you through. But if you've got a specific goal in mind, uh, then I feel if you do that correctly and put that block in place um, with, with with the goal at peaking at at you know at June 11 as such, um, you'll have a much better outcome. Uh, the body will just be at the right point at which it needs to be. In a, in my experience. Uh, so to answer your point, I think having a a short term uh, block is the way to go. Because it can become yeah, I agree a with that. grind, right? Sorry, Katrina. Mm. Yeah, you're full. Well, look, I, I mean, I'm not terribly experienced, so I, I don't, I can't compare like two ways of preparing. But I know the last time I did it, I was training for a marathon in mid-April and then only focused on comrades following the marathon. And I, that was good for me to like not have, not focus on it for, for a really long period of time. And this time, even though I was trying to focus on it for longer, I just obviously didn't seem to <laughs> like I, uh, whatever it was. I couldn't, I couldn't get myself motivated. Well, it wasn't that I couldn't motivate myself, but look, I mean, it took until this month or it took until April for me to really realize, look, I really need to get cracking on this or time is just going to pass by. So um, when it was 16 weeks out, I started thinking I need to start this block because, you know, you do a 16 week block for a marathon. So um, maybe there's something, maybe the it's easier to focus the, the mind and, and uh, um, also, Murray, I know you mentioned in the last podcast that you were finding it difficult sometimes to fit in your sessions, but that knowing that it was a limited period of time that you were doing it for made it a, that little bit easier to just make the sacrifice and get it done. And I think if that period of time is too long, then it's just maybe a little bit too much of a drag. So it's it's good to keep keep it focused on a shorter period so that you're you really are you know gunning for it for that period of time and everything outside it is more of a build than than an actual comrades focus. Mm. I, I think I'd have a similar answer, even though, uh, you know, I've never, I mean, it's the first time I'm doing this, but I mean, I think a block makes sense, but it has to have a foundation. So, you know, you can't just do it out of nowhere, but yeah, having a focused, focused 12 or 16 weeks is, you know, it does seem sensible for the reasons that have been given. Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's just that, and it's probably just people being exposed to more or different ways of thinking. You know, traditionally, if you spoke to somebody 30, 40 years ago, they got comrades training starts on the 1st of January. And over time now, people have gone, oh, maybe, you know, you don't want to get to May and you're just fried mentally. Um, so let's push it maybe till about April and do a specific start of a block. So, yeah. All right, Wayne. You've probably got the most to tell, to be honest. You've uh, hit training camp and you're in Disneyland. Oh, absolutely. I think Disneyland's an understatement because 
I think it's more like a kid in a candy store uh, because I'm surrounded with some. Um, uh, it's it's teammates who become um, more like, like real family to me. Um, but just so happy to see them and 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 to be in the same space. And uh, I'm 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 actually taken now. I mean, I've been with Don for a while, but um, for this particular program, um, I've been taken under Dave Adams' wing. So he's coaching me at the moment um, uh, with a specific goal in mind and um, really happy with where we are. Um, the exciting thing, I've got so much to tell you, uh, but I'll try and keep it as, as short as I can. Um, I left um, Brisbane on Thursday, a week ago, and um, I flew into Cape Town uh, Thursday evening, Friday morning, picked up my number for Two Oceans. And my goodness, when I got to Cape Town, the place was buzzing. When I say buzzing, I think there were there were just way too many, uh, like like everyone was super excited, and and everyone that I I seemed to come into contact with was using Two Oceans as a, a as a training run, which was good good for me to see. Um, with the exception of a few people, uh, one of my teammates, um, he was going for the win, um, but uh, there were obviously people who were just a few at the pointy end that were gunning it, but but most people seem to be approaching it with that. Um, everyone was so warm and welcoming. Um, I was in Cape Town just for the weekend, but absolutely um, enjoyed the space and just been in this environment. And uh, it's a different world from where I'm at anyway, stuck on an island uh, for a few weeks at a time. So it was so, it's so good to be in it. Uh, felt warm and welcome. Um, ran two oceans as a training run. Uh, the plan was to go through halfway, just feeling comfortable and easy, which is exactly what I did. Um, and I'll be very honest, the first 30 kilometers didn't even feel it, uh, which means the program is working beautifully. And then, because um, we decided if, if we're feeling comfortable, um, we'll push through the hills, which is comes in the second half. So the second half, uh, for those who don't know, um, the first half of Two Oceans is fairly flat, but the second half is uh, some, some big climbs anyway, up Chapman's Peak and up Constantia. And I tell you what... Um, um, I, I went through the first one up Chapman's Peak, um, and without sounding <laughs> too flashy, it felt super comfortable and right where I needed to be. Did that, got through uh, Chappies um, and down into Hautbay, which brings you into the marathon mark. Uh, felt absolutely um, comfortable where I needed to be. Um, the, the aim was to get there in about 2.50 and I, and I obviously got there a little quicker, but, um, then comes the big, uh, climb, which is Constantia Neck and that goes for about, uh, two, two and a half kilometers. But I tell you what, that's, that's where I really felt, um, strong, uh, pushing up that hill. Um, and for me, the, the, the better part was obviously when I got to the top of Constantia Neck, that's about just under, just about 10 kilometers to go. Um, I said, now this is. Because that's rolling downhill to the finish, um, I said, let, let me sort of simulate comrades and, and see how it feels. And I really had legs in me, felt so good. Um, as a result, I, I ended up with a nice little negative split uh, on two oceans. And, 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 and that was very, very encouraging, but where I needed to be. Um, yeah, backed it up. Um, I got some, uh, a good rub out and massage after that. Um, and left Cape Town the next day uh, and came straight up to Johannesburg. And I'm currently um, in, in the Nedbank camp um, with Dave and the team. And, yeah, got straight into – so there was no recovery. We got straight into, into training because they obviously uh, did their long run that weekend. Uh, and, yes, uh, we, we – and, and my teammate Dan, anyway, for, for those who are interested, Dan uh, finished runner up at Two Oceans. Uh, he was slightly disappointed because he ran with a bit of a niggle, uh, something he picked up at, at 11K. So he ran the whole way with that. And he still managed to finish strong, but um, he did very well. So shout out to Dan. Uh, but anyway, finished that, felt comfortable. And then this week has been uh, just just real comrades training. I, I could feel um, we we starting to, to, to put in some, some solid, solid work uh, through. There's lots of hills where I'm at. I'm in Rustenburg at the moment. And that's also at about 1,300 meters in, in, in elevation. So the altitude is, is taking me a little while just to adjust to that. Um, uh, with that, we uh, managed to, uh, this on Saturday, gone, 
um, uh, Slender, who was part of the team, he was an ambassador for um, a 50 kilometer event on Sunday. Uh, sorry, on Saturday, which is gone. Um, and we managed, uh, we did that as a group, as a training run. Same thing, starting off uh, sort of conservatively and finishing strong. Um, so that was just a nice little training run. It felt so good. The awesome thing about being here in South Africa, and this, uh, I need to tell all you guys this, you have to see it to believe it, is that everywhere that I've gone running and training, I cannot believe the amount of people that are out on the road training for comrades. And you know they're training for comrades because they've got all the gear and uh, everyone's excited. And when, you, when you're when you going for a training run, everyone's tooting the horn and, yeah, yeah, go comrades, go. So, uh, you know, coming, you know, from Australia, people people don't know about comrades, you know, and I'm sure Katrina, you got the same thing in Hong Kong, you know, people don't know about it. But over here, it's just, if they see you training at this time of the year, Everyone knows these guys are going for comrades. Uh, so, you know, every two minutes is someone screaming out, or, you know, well done, uh, keep going, keep pushing. And they actually know. And, and to show you how avid these people are, this morning, I've just come back. It's now uh, just gone 9.30. It's going for 10 o'clock in the morning. I've just come back from a session. And we literally were finishing our session. And some runners come back and they said to us, 48 days to go, 48 days, my goodness. And I said, how do people know this? But uh, that that was how clued up they are in terms of comrades. It's exactly 48 days to, to June 11. But every day we get people talking about it. So uh, it's 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 so, um, it's a different buzz and a different vibe uh, being here and with that. So yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll finish up and then uh, do a quick trip back to Oz uh, and then come back into camp. So that's the plan. Um, but essentially, um, it's been an awesome build and I can feel the the hard work that I did in terms of doing um, gym work, preparation, my heel bounding <laughs> and my all my strength-based uh, work that I did in preparation for this is coming to fruition now with, um, with the plan I'm on and I'm handling the load uh, very, very comfortably because now, as we know now, we sort of um, pick it up towards, um, you know, in, the mileage is starting to bulk up and the longer runs are coming uh, fast and frequently. Um, and we're doing double run days, which means we're generally loading up. So um, the next four or five weeks are crucial in terms of where we need to be. Uh, in terms of a p personally, um, very, very confident um, uh, and, and, and buoyed by, um, by how my body's responding to that. Um, and then, you know, when you're surrounded by guys who think the same way and are so um, driven, goal-driven, um, it makes it a lot, lot easier um, and always very encouraging. These guys are so encouraging, supportive and um, very, very driven, um, goal-driven to, to, um, to June 11. Um, and like I said, um, it's just from, from the total aspect we see. We did a race on on Saturday as a training run, but my goodness, everyone is there was doing this 50 kilometer as a training run. So um, it's just a mad, mad comrades vibe. Um, and I think everyone's excited by two things. Obviously, uh, the fact that comrades is back to the normal June slot uh, is super exciting. Um, and then secondly, is that the finish, the talk is big talkers about the finish being at the uh, back to its original venue. Um, and, and just so excited about that. I think people just didn't like the extra 2K uh, long haul run, but super excited by that. So, yeah, it's, um, like I say, very encouraging to see where I'm at. Um, I tell you so much, I'm enjoying it so much that I haven't even been missing home. I know that sounds bad, but, uh, you know, I've been uh, so so engrossed in, in, in whatever training I need to do. Uh, when my wife called me yesterday, I said, oh, she said, how are you doing? I said, no, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. So um, that's, a, that's a very important point is that if you're doing something, make sure you're enjoying it and that, and that you love what you're doing. I mean, I love your family too, but also make sure it's not a slog. So at this point uh, of the scale where we obviously ramping up, you know, when you know, oh, I've got to go out for a 50K run or 60K run, even you, Katrina, when you, when you, when you approach this race, you know, yep, I can't wait to do it. You need that approach. Uh, so when the tough sessions come, yeah, go for it. You know, say, yep, I can't wait for this tough session. Um, and, yeah, you, you'll see the benefit. 
of it then. So very excited and um, can't wait to um, sort of, um, you know, just plucking one week at a time, one week at a time. And I know I've, I've got a countdown on my on my little laptop that I keep an eye on and, and it tells me every morning where we're at. So, yeah, 48 days to go. Really excited and um, can't wait. Bronwyn listens to this, mate, so I'd like to know how that works out. But yeah, <laughs> um, and how's the pro life sound? Nine o'clock, and he's just finished his run and sitting around. And um, <laughs> Katrina, you jump in. Um, so then we're probably going for a smooth name. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so Wayne, great to hear that you felt so good um, towards the hilly end of Two Oceans. It's clearly the training, you're in good shape, as you said. Um, And I'd just like to note, like following the race, even though you felt really good during it and very strong, like how did you feel the day after, the couple of days after it? And also, did did you take the time to recover or did you jump straight back into training? No, essentially, so the Sunday afterwards, Katrina, I didn't do anything because I travelled to Johannesburg. But um, Mm -hmm. in saying that, um, I obviously, um, I was very conservative in the first half. Second half, I knew I'll pick it up, um, which is exactly what I did. Um, You know, I've obviously, I've got recovery in place. I'm always, I'm, I'm ensuring that I I'm getting my protein in me, which is always my key. I'm getting a, a solid rub out straight after the run. So I always make sure I got that prepped up. Um, but no, I, I took one day off and basically went straight into it. And I can okay. I can honestly hand on heart say that, um, um, you know, I, 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 ran, I ran well within myself. I, I didn't race as such because I knew that um, the body was good to go come Monday morning. So um, with the week I've just completed, um, and there were there were a few tough sessions in this week. Um, very very happy. Even uh, Coach Dave Adams said to me he's he's extremely happy with where I'm at. And, and you know obviously if you look at the space I was in going on Saturday in the next long run, which is just gone 50k, um, that was a progressive run, and we finished quite strong in that run and felt really really comfortable, which means that that uh, definitely um, didn't take everything to the well at Two Oceans. So it was, Two Oceans for me was a great, great um, sort of uh, platform that's going to sort of hit, it was one of the, the, the boxes I needed, needed to tick for June 11. So yeah, very, very booming with confidence from there. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like you were, you, you didn't, you did what you said you were going to do, so well done. <laughs> I, I just wanted to ask, um, Wayne, you mentioned the altitude. Do, do you find that has benefits? Have you trained at altitude before and did, did you find it beneficial? Yes, I have. So obviously we've got a formula that we use to adjust and that's why um, I knew two oceans wouldn't be a problem, but the the, the long run on, on, on Saturday I knew it was going to be a challenge. So um, I kept a close eye on that because generally it takes for every thousand metres, it's about 11 days to adjust. Um, so I'm still adjusting as we speak. Um, but, uh, I mean, obviously there's huge gains that come from that. And I've seen that in last year's um, block and lead up, which is why um, I'm coming back because I know I've got to get the adjustment right again um, for comrades. So, yeah, the um, in getting used to and I'm only at 1,300 at the moment out here. Um, so when we do go into to, to camp proper, which starts next month, um, that'll be at 2,000. Um, so that will take me um, basically almost two weeks to get where I need to be. But remember, the only benefit of going to do that is that um, we're going to be sort of uh, trying to get a bit more red blood cells um, formulated and, 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 and developed. Um, so that will basically, we're, we're going to be there for uh, another week and a half which will give me exactly what I need to to have before we go down to um, to Durban for comrades. So yeah, but definitely the body in terms of I, I know I'm at altitude because mm. um, in coming here the breathing it took me a little while I could feel it. Wow, and that's what they said to me, Wayne. Give yourself a couple of days, and then even Saturday, which is almost a week in, I still knew uh, I'm, I'm working hard. So it's 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 and, not easy. And- and the high altitude camp, where is that? If you're in Rustenburg now, where do you go for more altitude? No, that that'll be in Dahlstrom. So that okay. we go, then we go to two thousand. So we'll go to two thousand, and that'll be next month. Um, so there, this was basically just to 
um, because I don't do, well, the truth is there's not many, I can't do many long runs, especially when I'm at work. So I use this as an opportunity to get all these in. And then, yeah, when we go into camp, that'll be, um, yeah, so that'll be about just short of a month um, before comrades, which is not long. <laughs> and then just quickly from me, Wayne, can you kind of give us a bit of an insight as to a maximum distance for a week? Like just, you know, just for us sitting at home going into winter? So at, at peak or presently? Uh, well, just even quick, like at peak and then now. Okay, so at peak, we'll be shooting for about 260, 270 at peak. Um, and then now um, we're about 180, 190. Yeah, that's that's sort of really comfortable, uh, 180, 190. We get that quite easily because of the double runs. I've just finished 20Ks this morning, um, and we'll do another 12 this afternoon. Um, and then obviously different days, different sessions. Um, but, yeah, so 180 to 190 currently, um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll shoot right up to that uh, 250, 260 mark at peak, which is where we need to be. So, um, but obviously in, in camp, that'll be um, chunking out huge miles uh, every day. And then, yeah, with the longest run being, uh, you know, that 65, 70-ish up there. Um, so we're not there, but we're building nicely. We're going to get there. But the aim is, um, <clears throat> and what I love about what these guys do is they simulate everything. Um, so our long runs, uh, we all finish them on a on a like, like the last 15 will be down. So, um, you know, so we'll start fairly easily and then we do a lot of climbing, but we always try and finish on that down. So we simulate comrades and then, you know, we, the last 10 or 15, we work hard, we work hard and, and we get the quads ready and conditioned, which is um, uh, something that I, uh, I obviously needed to work on specifically. So yeah, that's, that's, that's sort of the mileage and, and, and goals that we play at. But essentially, um, I didn't touch any of that mileage for a while. I just kept hovering comfortably where I needed to be. Uh, and now the body's definitely saying, hello, um, what's going on here? So it's, it, but it's getting ready. It knows something's coming, something's coming. So I'm in love with what's coming and I can't wait for it. Cool. I know that Katrina will leave us pretty soon. So when she does, like, all the best for the week ahead. Uh, we do have a listener question coming up. Uh, so I'll get through and ask that now. Um, so thanks to those people that sent them in over the last couple of days as well when I put a call out. And um, hey, all, thanks so much for the episode so far. This will be my first comrades from overseas, and it's really helped fill the void. My question is in relation to running by time. Would you recommend running by total time of your run or the actual I think we lost you there, Owen, again. Hello? So, hello? You there? Yeah, you just dropped off yeah. halfway through. Okay, so, but I'm good now? Yep. Okay, so, basically, the question is, uh, elapsed time versus actual running time, and then specifically in the long run. So, you know, your long run might be three hours, but you potentially are out there for four hours. Um, how do you guys look at it? Like, what's your thoughts? For me, it's it just depends also on how fast you are, and there's a lot more specificity around that. So, if you're a lot using your time wisely, um, or if there's yeah, so everyone's got their own answer and approach. And what do you guys think? Well, for me, certainly, I think it's the cumulative running time as opposed to time lapsed because. Two reasons. One, um, if you're if you're going to focus on you, you want to get as many miles as you can done within the time, you might be kind of less likely to stop for your water breaks or, you know, the, the to take in the nutrition or the fluid as you need to, which you should be doing. And also then the other end of the scale, if you're taking breaks and you're like, oh, well, I'll just take a little extra five minutes here because I don't have to run if I'm run if I'm stopped for another five minutes. Um, I think that could be too tempting. So personally, I just go with time lapsed. And also it's more likely to um, emulate what you'll have to do on race day. So that would be my option. Yeah, cool. Mari? Um, I haven't been paying that much attention to um, elapsed time. But I think where I will is when we do the 65k run, which I'm treating as a bit of a comrade simulation. So there I will actually, you know, look at that time specifically to see how long it took me overall. 
with the breaks to have a bit of water and those sorts of things. But I honestly haven't been looking at it that closely so far. Yeah, and I think like we can add a bit more spice to this discussion. But you know, someone who's running silver and is doing the 65k long run is going to be a lot. The gap in between their elapsed time to their actual run time is going to be a lot closer than your sub 11 finisher, right? Um, and that's where the danger zone, I think, is. Your sub 11 finisher is probably better off actually going to do a 55k long run because the time taken for them to do 65, they're probably really going to be just dead marching in the last even 10 or 11Ks if they go to 65 and there's zero benefit, benefit to that at all. I know Norrie Williamson, his thing was you're better off doing two back-to-back three-hour long runs instead of going out there and spending eight hours on your feet doing a 55K long run. Like, if you think about it, if that 55K is going to take you seven hours, geez, you're almost getting into your comrades' territory. So you've got to, yeah. So I think you've really got to, it's different strokes for different folks, but the people that are more economical and the faster end of the field are probably better off really looking at the time versus distance argument, um, opposed to the person who is going sub 11 to finish, they probably need to go, okay, what's the gap and how much am I stopping for? Um, am I really just going to be like death marching in the last hour? It's pointless. Like, can it? Yeah. Wayne? No, I agree, Owen, 100% with what you said there. Um, obviously, it depends on which end of the scale you're at. Um, but, you know, for those a little quicker, um, yeah, it would be a totally different uh, um, sort of simulation and formula that you'd use. Um, and, you know, slightly slower runners would be obviously, um, you know, that, that elapsed time. Uh, I wouldn't think that that's, you know, as important as such. But that's what I'm saying is that um, we've heard many people say that time on your feet is very important. Yes, it is very important. Uh, Bruce Fordyce's little quote is, yeah, just try standing on your feet. Uh, for for your comrades' goal time, and you'll get an idea of of of, of how tough it is. Um, so yeah, it's uh, again, it just depends on which point, uh, which end of the scale you're on. But 100% agree with with what you said there, Owen. Is that um, yeah, it's a, it's an issue that you could something you could sit and talk about and say, hey, look, which is the best approach I should take and need to take. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a discussion that that you'll have around the table for many many a year. And yeah, cool. So, well, that was a pretty easy one to to answer. Um, Mario, I actually, I got a question for you about your long run. Um, have you just kind of gone with the plan, or six weeks? The six weeks out for your sixty-five. Is there a reason why you went with the six weeks out, or you've kind of looked at what everyone else is doing? Um, yeah, take us on in the inside of that. Uh, I'm just, co- I'm really just coordinating with the other people I've been running with. Uh, so Tina, Jocks, uh, uh, people like that. The, the the plan was to do the the 65k run on that particular weekend. Well, I mean, it's moved around a little bit. I think it was going to be the weekend before, but it's now moved to um, not this weekend, but the the one after that. Um, and mainly because it's not something I'd want to do on my own, right? Um, it's much easier doing these longer runs in company. Um, having having people to run with, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's just been coordinating with others really. There's been no particular science to it, I'm afraid to say. Okay. No, it's always just a bit of a debate because uh, six weeks, five weeks, I've actually done both, and I found the five a lot more beneficial, um, just in terms of the taper. Because like Wayne, you guys might be a bit different, but I find it almost leaves you a bit of a dead week in between if you go the six weeks. Because you're then sitting there going, oh, how do I come down from this like a nice aeroplane landing? Whereas I kind of found the five weeks was then 65, 40, 20, whatever, and then race day. Um, yeah. So again, you know, next time around, you might go, oh, let's, uh, that dead week kind of didn't work. Let's go for the five. Or you might go seven because you might think you might need an extra week recovery. And yeah, don't be too scared of doing it alone, mate. I did it alone last year. <laughs> I remember seeing that and I was, I was impressed. <laughs> but there also there was no one else going. So it was a, a lot more, <laughs> there was no choice. Um, and yeah, definitely doing it with other people is highly advantageous. Just all of, also for distraction point, you know, you get to 40 Ks and go, oh, we've done 40 Ks, we can splinter now. But yeah, getting 40 Ks done with the group is a lot nicer when you're hanging out for race day. 
Cool. All right, Wayne. Well, we'll Absolutely. leave you in the candy store. Um, enjoy the rest huh? of the day resting. <laughs> yeah. But how are you going now? And that's, that's something. Yeah, good. So, um, yeah, I suppose I had a few messages. Um, yeah, I'm uh, into running now. Like I've kind of, I'm not on Strava. So that also probably prompts a few messages. People going, what's going on? Have you moved to CrossFit? Um, so, yeah, I've been in the gym and just loving it. So I um, actually need to change shorts because they're not fitting anymore, which is a good sign. But this is day one of program for hopefully Sydney Marathon. So today is day one um, and it's 20 weeks. So what we generally tend to do that works is do 20 week block, um, like a four week pre-marathon specific block, have a test and then do a marathon block. So yeah, look, I'm really looking forward to it because I think, you know, Wayne, we spoke the other day, but I think in this time that I had off what I lost aerobically, I've gained in strength. So it's really compensated quite well. And I've actually come back fitter than mm. where I was in December. And yeah. mentally that's hard because I even said to Tina the other day, I'll be running. I'll look down and go too fast and just stop. And I'll just go, no, put the brake. But I'm running by effort. So I'm not even looking at my pacing or whatever. And the effort says, no, you should be running there. So she, you know, she said to me over time and, Every time I make a jump in times, my head needs to catch up with my legs again. So I'm at that phase again. And it might take, you know, five weeks where my head needs to catch up with my legs because my legs have progressed, but my head isn't there. So, um, yeah, that's just a bit of a challenge that I'll face. And But looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I can well and truly say now we're on for a marathon. And, well, I say that we'll have a one-month-old baby or no, three months by that time. So a lot. <laughs> um, so there might have to be a, a backup okay, as well. So, but but when you're running comfortably, you're not feeling, you don't have any niggles or anything at the moment. No. Oh, like, that's amazing. That's such good actually, news. Yeah, I actually feel stronger than what I did in December. Mm. Um, but yeah, so look, Sydney is the I've entered. Um, but I do also know that a lot can happen in that first couple of months of a newborn. Mm. Um, and if I have to have, if I have to have a fallback and wait for October, there's no negative, right? You do a full marathon block and then two weeks before you pull the pin without the hurt and the marathon damage, it's there's zero negative to that at all. And then I'll go and do another couple of months block again. So, um, yeah, I'm 90% got my eyes on it, but I know that the 10%, could be a yeah there's uh, murray you've got two kids wayne you've got the two I've, I've got three you got three so yeah yeah <laughs> so bringing a second one in here could be like a hurricane um and I, i'm just optimistic that it will go well but also know that geez things can flip within three bad nights sleep and then you kind of go yeah back to the drawing board so um yeah that's for me uh i don't know rambled a bit but i kind of think i'd give some insight and the reason why i suppose i went off stay off for a beat is performance remove the performance pressure like just going out do your run only you get to see it internalize it um we don't compare but subconsciously you do like you know you do oh where's where's murray at oh geez we're doing the same race murray just did 100k weeks i'm doing 70 geez um so yeah, even though I'm really good at internalizing, you still do compare in some way, shape, or form. And I've just kind of really enjoyed it, to be honest. Um, it's like <clears> the old school. That's winding back the clock almost 30 years <laughs> where people only know what shape you're in when you stand on a start line. Um, yeah. Does that answer your question, Wayne? <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. Owen. Yeah, no, no. Just to no, see how cool. you're traveling and where you're at. And Yeah. Um, yeah, you're still ticking boxes, yeah. And I've got no comrades FOMO, which is, that might set in as the weeks progress. I've got all your names locked into the app already. So the li the app is live for those listening. Uh, I think I've got about 30 names ready to track. So um, that'll be a busy day, watching those little dots fly around all over the place. So um, <laughs> I'm good to go. Uh, I'll book my calendar out so nobody can invite me to anything 
that day. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, and the after the house will be clear, and I'll have a bunny chow and a couple of drinks, and that's the tradition if I'm not okay. running it. So, yeah, nice. And then we'll so see what good stuff. Year. Well done. Mm. <laughs> but no cool all right well that's april um may things are getting really spicy for everyone out there so it'll be good to hear how our camp has gone wayne and you've come back and gone back so and then murray just continue doing what you're doing mate um yeah same place same runners place, yeah. <laughs> awesome to see like it's yeah it's good to see a novice enjoying it and grasping it and ticking it off so um, it's ins it's inspirational for the other novices out there, um, even talking to a few. So, as you um, know, though, it's it's a nice bunch in Perth, the C team. I've enjoyed running with them. So I didn't really know I didn't know Jacques or Tina or Kevin before this process. So it's been good to it's been good to meet a new bunch of people. That's what it's about. It's not an individual sport, is it? It's definitely yeah. a team sport. So, yeah, cool. All right, Jess, Great. and uh, yeah, thanks, thanks Marina. We'll give everyone an update on the socials and how she goes. But uh, yeah, have a great, well, most of May, and we'll chat to you then. Good luck, Wayne. Awesome.